Hello, welcome to episode 70 of the Overnight Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. I apologize in advance for my voice, because it is awful, getting over a cold. I didn't even notice. You did not notice? Are you kidding me? No. I sound terrible. I, uh, I do not notice a single difference. I don't like wearing these headphones where I can hear my voice, because it sounds bad. Yeah, well, I'll get used to it. So, uh, let's see. Today, we're going to do operator ideas from the community. We haven't done that in a good little while. It's been since, I mean, a couple of months now. Yeah. Three months. So we're going to hop back into that Discord channel and go through some of the operator ideas and talk about what we like about them, what we don't like about them. What we wish we were part of them. How to make them better. Yes. Is that what you're trying to say? That's something like that. Uh, and then we'll do listener questions. There's just there's not really anything going on right now, so it's a good time to just catch up on community stuff. Community, um, jamble jamble. Yeah. Speaking of which, not having a lot to say. So we have talked okay, about I, it. I do have a lot to say, but <laughs> okay. not siege related. <laughs> sure. We've talked about it, and we've decided that we're going to switch the podcast to an every other week podcast. Basically, 70 episodes in, we've basically said all that we have to say about Siege, unless there's what something What we like, like about Siege and what we don't like about Siege. Right. Unless there's something new going on. Um, so by splitting it up into every two weeks, it'll just give us more time to prepare more in-depth kind of stuff, like operator spotlights and like more um, you know, creative segments where we can do something a little bit... Um, you know, j- just something like a little bit more intensive and better... Um, so we'll have that extra time to do that. And then also like, we just think it's going to make the podcast better, um, to not try to do it every week and just like end up with filler content because there's nothing to say. Um, so apologies to those of you who are going to be disappointed. I know a lot of you love to listen every week, so apologies to you guys, but I do think this is going to make the podcast better. Um, I will say if there's something like really big that happens, for example, if like a season reveal happens on our off week, we'll just do an episode that week too. Yes. So it's. Scheduled every other week, but you may get bonus episodes here and there. Um, also, we're going to move to publishing on Mondays. Uh, we think that's, number one, it gives, it's easier for us to record over the weekend and get it all edited and done without being delayed. And then two, I think it's better for a lot of you guys. I noticed when we switched to Fridays, our downloads, especially on like the first couple of days, were a lot slower than they used to be. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a lot better for you guys to have the podcast earlier in the week. So. Mondays every other week. Our goal is to give you such good content and on Monday so that you get no work done throughout the week. Exactly. That's what we want. We don't want you listening to the podcast on Friday and Saturday and Sunday when you got nothing else to do. We want you wasting your time at work. Absolutely. Like, there's get no paid reason to, to our podcast. Yeah, there's no reason to be going to work if you're not going to waste time when you get there. Yeah, you should be getting paid to listen to this. That's what I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, it's a privilege, but yeah, you should be getting paid. Yes. So this episode comes out Friday, and then there will be no episode the following week, and then the Monday after that, there will be an episode. So about yes. 10 days between these two, and then from there on out, it'll be every 14. other Monday. Um, Which is 14 days. Yes. Speaking of getting paid for podcasts. Seven, seven and seven. Like, there's seven, seven days in seven, a week. Yeah. Right. My, so, yeah. 77. Mm-hmm. That's how it, seven times two. Yeah. Seven times two. Each, each week is seven, and then right. there's two weeks. Right. Seven times two, but it said, put seven and seven together, you get 77, you subtract another seven, you have 70, and that's what number episode we're on. That's right. Math is, man, math. The math made it happen. Did. Uh, speaking of getting paid for podcasts, this podcast is sponsored by Mamba Energy. You guys, 
how often do you get home from work and you're just tired? You want to go to sleep? You're like, I don't have time for seeds. You get on seeds, you just suck at the game. Pisses you off. So yeah. get Mamba because it's energy that makes you go and it makes you good at the game. It makes you, it doesn't, here's the thing. Lots of energy drinks just give you like a bunch of caffeine, like kind of get you riled up. This stuff gives you these essential vitamins, B12 and B6. Oh my God. <laughs> you put some B6 and B12 in your brain and you're good for hours on end. Pharmacist Chris over here. Guys, um, I'm telling you. No, Mamba, Mamba is good. It's good, clean energy, no crash, no sugar. So it's it's not like unhealthy for you to drink it. Um, the only the only crash you'll be having is after you've been playing all night long because you're not tired and then you get away from your computer and you're like, my eyes hurt. <laughs> yeah. That's the only crash. Oh, there's game. There's gaming glasses for that. Yeah, it's like I love it for just the afternoon pick me up at work when I'm just like getting drowsy after lunch or whatever, and then also like when I'm having a late night gaming, I love to drown some mamba. Drown some mamba. Down some mamba. I I don't normally drown in mamba. Down or drink. You know, if I had enough, I might. But it tastes delicious. Clean energy. Go check it out. Mambaenergy.com/r6pod. That way they'll know you came from us, and we'll get a little hit of the the proceeds. Yeah, you can get the first month for free, so you may as well go and do yeah. one month free trial because it's literally free. You just pay shipping. Yeah, and they'll it's, send you like a full sixty serving jar, which is like seventy five Red Bulls. Yeah. So do I don't. Yeah. Anyway, Mambaenergy.com/r6pod. All right, r6pod. Let's. let's uh, anything else you want to bring up before we hop into operator ideas? You know, it's interesting, like a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the stupid tactical whiteboard that they have on their website, whatever, that's just like complete trash. Like, it seems like it's running on Adobe Flash Player still because of how bad it is. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought like they've stopped advertising that or whatever. But no, I got I get those emails still every once in a while where it's like, here's your stats from the week or whatever. And on the bottom, it's like, help your team and schedule and uh, figure out stats, their strats. And it like gives you the tactical whiteboard link. I'm like, why are you linking me to this? Seriously, Like, this is a bad i take that off the email that is not something that, that wants me to get away from the game yeah. it's like yeah i'm gonna click on that and say i don't want to play this game ever again because of this whiteboard thing the whole game's trash <laughs> garbage off garbage developers anyway. also you thought the like connecting to servers thing and all those bugs have been fixed they have not because my friend just got siege on console i convinced him to buy it so he'd been playing a little bit and he had the hardest time connecting to siege for the first time oh, really? it took him like a day and a half to finally figure it out. He had restarted his router, started his internet, he tried port forwarding, all this stuff, and then finally connected to Siege, and he was looking it up online, and people were having the same problem. Huh. For like a month. Oh, wait. Oh, for a month? Yeah. Like, he's finally like posted from like a players? month. Yeah. This can't. It's like the first time you can, because it's trying to connect like an Ubisoft account or something like that. Weird. So it's like the if first you buy time. on Steam, it becomes a problem or something? No, because he bought it on Xbox. And so it's like when the first time your gamer tag is being linked to Ubisoft servers. Mm, so it's a, it's like a problem. Issue yeah. thing. Yeah. So has he anyway. never played an Ubisoft game before on his Guess Xbox not. gamer tag? Yes, not. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like my Uplay accounts existed since like Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm trying to think cause he plays Rocket League and like Call of Duty games. Um, I mean, if he hasn't touched stuff. like Assassin's Creed Madden. or Ghost Recon. Yeah. Then he probably has games that I think he's touched. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Uh, there were also some like connection issues today, I think. Oh, really? But yeah. Um, but yeah, trying to trying to teach someone playing Siege like the very first time they're playing it is difficult. Like, he was playing a lot of Blackbeard, and I had to keep telling him like, "Put your shield on, put your shield on, put your shield on." Like just running around without a shield, like, "No, put your shield on." Yeah, but, like saying like Northwest. He's like, "I don't know what that means." It's like, "Well, there's a compass." He's like, "Wait, what?" He's <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh!" So you played Xbox this Siege hard. this week? Yeah, I did. Uh, any update on your feelings on that? 
it's still I still don't like the fact that there's no aim assist at all. I still think it's silly. It, yeah. You do get used to it, like the more you play it. But I still think there should be aim assist for sure. I was destroying people. Just the fact that I knew the map. I'm I was playing with people that are like level twenty and under, and yeah. I've been yeah. playing this game for eight hundred hours. Like, yeah, it was ridiculous. It's kind of the fun. things I was doing to them. Yeah, um, and it's not smurfing. You're just like you're. No, it's a new I just account. So got an account on my happens. Xbox. I'm playing with my friend. Yeah. Before we dive into dive into operator ideas, I asked today in the podcast feedback channel like what we should talk about since we didn't have much to talk about. And uh, Fees Me Daddy said, new games you guys are playing. I love hearing about you guys and what you're doing. You're playing anything new? I guess you played Siege on Xbox. Is there, I did play Siege on Xbox. Is there a game called Back to School? Back to School? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, because that's what I'm playing. Though you could probably find a school simulator game. How boring would that be? Boring. Can you imagine? But would it be kind of fun? Yeah. Probably not. I did, though. So I watched Jumanji today. Good movie, by the way. I won't spoil. I mean, there's nothing really to spoil. You know what Jumanji is. But I thought, like, that would be so sick, like, playing a game like that. Like a totally immersive like, if you VR could, like, game? Legitimately, yeah. Like, because, I mean, VR is pretty dang cool, but it's not, it's not like holodecks on Star Trek, right? Right. But if we had that kind of stuff, like, I would be so fit because I would... I'm already, I'm pretty fit, but I'm not like, anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I would play games like that for hours and hours on end. All of us would. Holy freak, that'd be sick. Uh, it would be like, what's that book slash movie called? Ready Player One? Yeah. Where people just live in there. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really started anything new, but I'm continuing my original Red Dead playthrough. No. Oh. And like, uh, first of all, it's a really great podcast editing game because I can just do like open world hunting type stuff while I'm listening yeah. to podcasts and it's like it's just kind of like fun stuff to do while I'm just like listening um so that's fun and also that game is really freaking good like if like if you haven't played it ever or in a while it's worth going back to it's a good good fun I've game I've played the first hour of it now I haven't played it since then that was like a month ago you just dropped off yeah was it boring or is it just one of those things where you start it and you just never get back no, to I it I started it and then school got busy and I just never I haven't gotten back to it since yeah that happens Okay, let's get into some operator ideas here. In other news, Friends is off Netflix now. Oh, That was random, but I just thought about it, and I thought, that's something that the Rainbow Six Siege podcast needs to announce. Probably. The Office is continuing. For another year. Still there, for now. And, and next gone. year, Seinfeld comes. Oh, is Seinfeld coming next year? Yeah. Okay, Netflix is still in good shape then. I'll be okay. I'm so not, they lost Friends I mean, and I'm going to miss Office. The Office, but I can, yeah. I'll make up for it with Seinfeld. Yeah. Okay. Um, first operator idea today comes from Rush17, who said an attacker named Deadbolt who has asphyxiation grenades, which allows him to use two asphyxiation canisters to provide a real denial of hallways, parts of bomb sites. The asphyxiation canister, this is an attacker, okay. The asphyxiation canister burns up all the oxygen in the area and damages both attackers and defenders who enter the area of effect. This could be a short 7 to 10 second effect. It would be something you could see through, but it would damage you if you enter it possibly even have the option of the damage tailing off as oxygen comes back to the area. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Only concern is attackers using this on the bomb to prevent defender defuse have to find a workaround. Deadbolt X, just like his name says, he deadbolts a hallway, allowing attackers to cut off flanks similar to Nomad, but it works on multiple people and damages both parties like smoke. Could give buff nerf uh, Finca by applying its interaction with her gadget. So, first question is this not just Capito? Yeah, this is why I'm surprised that he said he's 
allows attackers to cut off flanks similar to Nomad instead of saying similar to Capital because yeah. this is basically Capital. Rush seventeen, just, are you not aware of the existence <laughs> of Capital? <laughs> just throwing them instead of shooting them with a with a crossbow. I think one thing that you could do with this though is like, what if the grenades instead of so Capital and this guy, right? They would shoot the bolt and it would go off, right? And it's like I'm just blocking off rotation while we try to get a plant down, or I'm hoping someone's there. It would be cool as if you threw these grenades and they were like a motion sensor type of grenade thing where like it would sit wherever you threw it and it wouldn't do anything until someone went to walk by and then it would explode with its asphyxiation. But then okay. would that just be a better capital? Um, yeah, so it, it motion tracks. So it would. Mm-hmm. So you throw it wherever. It's kind of like a bouncing Betty type thing where mm-hmm. it, you throw it and it kind of sits there until oh, someone so walks by. by. Right. I see. Yeah, that would be cool. That is just a better Capitao. Capitao also has smoke. True. So if you don't give him a smoke, yeah, uh, he... plus he throws it, which means that you can't get it as far as, as Capitao. Yeah, you can't get it as good angles. And yeah, and like you, you have to like be a little bit more precise with it. I'm know? thinking like Oregon Basement. <laughs> That's like one of the better Capitao spots. I honestly believe you can smoke the mirror window and then you can uh, Capitao the washer, dryer, rotation, and the hallway. So they can't. There's nothing they can do to deny that plant. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking the same with, with him. I mean, you can't smoke the mirror window, but you can put those things in the washer and dryer and on that hallway, and they're better because they go on motion. Right. And so it would kill, or at least get close to killing. Uh, well, see, the trick is if it goes on motion, unless it has like an initial like big burst of damage, then it wouldn't actually oh, yeah, be as good could, as Capital because yeah, they'd be halfway through right. the before it actually... Radius. Like, depending on when it activates. If it's like a yeah. goo mine where it activates when they like basically step on it. Right. No, yeah, interesting. Which I think could be good because then it's like there's pros and cons to Capital. Yeah, I do kind of like the idea of uh, motion detect or motion activated. Yeah, um, attacker. I mean, this is what like we do. That. We we listen to operator ideas, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, and what they should be. Yes. So Rush Seventeen, thank you for that idea for helping my brain come up with a better one. Um, <laughs> would it be better if it was just like fire or something? So then you could. You could have like an explosion at the beginning, so it does like kind of like a goyo thirty initial damage, and then like ten damage, a, I don't know, a tick or something. Yeah, no, I, I think that would be cool. Tick. Yeah, they figure out cool. a way to balance. Yeah, no, I like that idea though. Of just like an alternative to Capital. Yeah, uh, I mean, we talked about like what other operators could you duplicate, and we didn't even think. Well, I guess we thought about Capital, but there's also Finca and the Nomad too. So it's like there's already lots of well, Finca doesn't have anything. Sorry. Gridlock. Gridlock, yeah. I'm not sure where Finca came in. Um, anyway, next idea is from Sneezy3. He says, an attacker with a two-time six-second jammer attached to him can be used to rush objectives, doesn't get triggered by Capcom traps, Ella's, Goos, and Jam's cameras, can be countered by meat jammers. This seems like it would just be a better buff to Nook. Ooh, Like, if they just yeah. made Nook have that, like... In, if she was immune to traps? Yeah. For a Obviously short not time. frost mats, but, like electronic traps that would be really really interesting um so then the question becomes though how do you counter her you know because like it seems like one of the counters to nook is to put traps so you can be alerted that she's coming right so how do you counter her then i mean one of my best counters for operators like that is the gun in hand and bullet to face yeah uh, I mean, I would probably have goos still trigger because those are very mechanical. You know, those aren't like electric gadgets. Point. Yeah. And also their radius is really small. 
True. What if she um, made them visible while she was going? Because that's the electronic part of them is that they're invisible, right? Ooh. So what if like while she was walking towards them, they became visible? Yeah. And with like a very small range, I would think. Yeah. So like if you're going too fast, then like you won't really see it right. in time to react. But right. like if you're being careful and watching the floor, you'd, you'd catch it. Yeah. But I like that. If it, Yeah. It makes like all the invisible traps visible as she gets close to it because she's like she's basically she's jamming whatever yeah, it is EMPing, right she's like a, yeah. a walking emp that is really interesting as a buff for nook i actually really like that uh, and especially if it was just like a short time of her mm-hmm. her ability like the first burst or something yeah. mm, i'm on board for this very interesting. What do you guys think? Podcast feedback and discussion channel in the Discord. Does Nook have a possible buff coming in? The, if if this is announced in year five, it's because of it's us because and of because of Sneezy Three. Oh, Sneezy Three did a big part of it. Yeah, he he influenced the PP. <clears throat> okay, uh, my guy Evan Ski said um, RC Four operator with Twitch like drone. I like this already but instead has a small C4 attached to the drone, can be used to destroy soft walls, bulletproof shields, bulletproof cams, frost mats, and evil eyes can only be detonated once, of course, but has two drones, and after the detonation detonation is activated, it takes a second or two before blowing, maybe emoting a beeping noise to allow attackers to destroy before it explodes. This would prevent toxic behavior such as exploding it next to other players. Also, wouldn't be a one-hit kill, maybe 40 damage. Posted this idea a month ago in the questions, and I just listened to your latest podcast where you talked about the operator idea ignition. I suggested RC4 three dang times and it was never talked about. <laughs> Sorry. I will uh, say I came up with the idea of like the drone that jumps on. I think this is Ignition. The drone that jumps on like a reinforced wall and blows it up. Yeah. That was a long time ago. Yeah. That we, was we've like. talked about that a few times. Um, I, yeah. I like this. The people always bring up like the. Uh, the is it called the R4C in. I know. That's, that's what I'm Black thinking. Yeah, it's Black Ops. R. R I think it might R- be the RCXD. R- RCXD. There you go. Yeah. They are, they, so it's a little like remote control car that yeah. has C4 on it that you can drive up to people and blow it up. Yeah. And it's like an instant kill. This would be like, and that always sounds terrible in Siege. Yeah. I think this would actually be really good if it was only like, you know, like you're saying, 30 40 to 40 damage, damage yeah. on an operator, but it's really more for like destroying gadgets yeah. and like mirror windows, doing breaches on walls or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. That'd be, yeah. Mirror windows. That'd be really, really interesting. Um, I, what do you think about the countdown? I think it's good as long as you can still operate it while it's counting. Uh, so like once you okay. hit it, it doesn't just like stop everything and then it blows up, but like it does like a, but you can still like jump around and stuff so you can activate oh, it, it. Are you imagining it as a jumping drone? Cause I'm imagining oh. it as a no jump drone. Oh, jump, jump. Okay. Jump right up to the mirror window. What if, uh, I mean, it would get it from the floor too, but Yeah. I almost think it should be like indestructible once you activate the thing, but like you wouldn't be able to move it. Okay. So like it has a short countdown, so like an operator could get away from it, but like mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able just to shoot it and yeah. nullify it because that makes it kind of pointless. I feel like it would hardly what if ever they were go to off. Lay down on it, like just eat the grenade. Yeah. <laughs> do you think it do anything? No, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> but I mean, hey, if you're gonna be rook. Like do something, dude. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just regular destruction rabbit. It was probably better, but I like this idea. Like I hadn't thought about it as just not doing that much damage, and that yeah. makes it really interesting. Yeah, like an impact grenade. Yeah. What would you use it for the most? Probably, I I would think mirror windows, maybe yeah. softening people. But I would think if I mean if there's nothing else to destroy, softening people up, distracting them at least. But mirror windows is my number one. Yeah. Go to. 
I'm trying to think how you could get like use it just to like open up a kill hole on somebody. Like you know somebody's like in a particular spot and you just open up a kill hole that you maybe wouldn't be able to get to otherwise. Or, yeah. But then you can still have bullets for the most part. Right. So yeah, that would be a cool gadget. It would uh, I think shift things a lot. Our next operator idea comes from comes from Fuse the Hostage or Jukus. He says operator idea defender codename Flow, a helium tank if shot releases red thin helium gas that is breathable and won't cause damage on its own, but if you shoot in its area, the muzzle flash and the explosion of the bullet will cause the helium to explode. Oh, okay. Interesting. This is a defender. Yeah. So this is kind of like a Goyo type thing where it's like the helium tank sits there until someone shoots at it. Yeah. And then I'm thinking it takes up a lot of space. I think it would take up like a very large amount where like people will like be in it and be like, oh, nobody shoot, nobody shoot. Yeah. So somebody's inside like on Coast Guard, they're inside like the theater room trying to plant Uh or whatever and you blow the thing up and now they can't shoot without like taking damage. Yeah. Uh, That's interesting. Yeah. That'd be cool. I kind of like that. Uh, and obviously like if you're smart enough, you shoot it before you go in and make sure it's clear or you can use it against them, right? You go plant really quick and then get out of there. And now like when they walk in, it's just a room that if bullet flies through that, I guess, yeah, they can't shoot. Right. They can't shoot if you like, if you can blow up the thing when they come in or whatever, put your, um, put your R4C drone on it so that when they, when they come in, the guy detonates it. Yeah, RC4, remember? The guy detonates it and then oh, they yeah, can't shoot. Oh, yeah, gas and they can't shoot. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. No, I think that'd be actually a pretty cool gadget. Yeah, I like that. I like, yeah, fun stuff like that, I think, is where have, C's um, getting. Have Twitch be able to destroy it with her drone, not with EMPs. Satcher can't destroy it, I don't think, because it's just a helium tank, right? Yeah. Well, how would, how would Twitch destroy it then? She just shoots little shots. Maybe it has like a like a canister or something on the side that just yeah like expels a, um, it. what do you call it like a pressurized like the regulator or whatever okay. maybe she can like destroy the regulator or something would it go off then or would it just do nothing I think it goes off it goes off yeah 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 okay I like that one green light I think that's good idea I, li- I really love these like really unique ideas um yeah we are skipping some because there's a lot of in here that are like either too similar to ones we've talked about before or like that are too similar to an existing operator, or maybe we just didn't think it was worth talking about. So <laughs> in some cases we're just like, eh, nah. but thank you all of you guys who um, have submitted operator ideas. Keep doing that. We'll continue to do um, operator idea segments irregularly every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. All right. It's time for listener questions. Chris, if I had a question, how would I ask? Well, you can do a number of things, Ryan. Can I raise my hand? You could, but no one's going to call on you. What you want to do first is you want to go to Twitter mm-hmm. and R6. R6 Unrenowned. <laughs> and click follow. And click follow. And then you can ask questions there. You can tweet us and we'll, we'll respond. Or, or, or you can Google Unrenowned Discord, join the Discord, uh-huh. and then there's a podcast questions channel in there. And not only that, Ryan, there's places to find people to play with. There's other games. If you if you join that Discord and you say, hey, Chris, Ryan, I want to play Halo Reach, we will play Halo Reach with you. We'll also play Siege with you. Yeah, probably. We will just, definitely let play me Halo just Reach read you a list of the channels in the Discord. Okay. Like this, this Discord is more than just podcast questions. Yeah. There's welcome. 
topic. No, oh, that's our private channel. Uh, role assignment, server announcements, oh my podcast FAQs, podcast questions, podcast feedback and discussion, operator ideas, cutting room floor, cigar lounge, siege talk, pro league, play day, self plugs, looking for game PC, looking for game PS4, looking for game Xbox, five dedicated siege voice channels, uh, voice channels for other games. It's just like, this is a great place to hang out. Like, what are you doing in any other discord? Yeah. Quit all your other discords. Quit them all. And come over here. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. So that's how you, how you ask your questions. And you get the cutting room floor. That's just stuff that you never, ever get to hear about unless you're in the discord. It's, it's things that we cut out of the, Ryan decided to cut out of the podcast because he thought it was silly or, I mean, some of my best stories end up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> it's so debatable. If you, if you like what Chris has to say, I mean, yeah. yeah like, what are you doing? That's debatable. Okay. Give us our first question, Chris. Drifted Away asks our first question. He says, with Siege seemingly not wanting to add many new weapons to the game, do you think that it's time for weapons on poor ops to be also attached to new ops? Fuses AK, Mira's shotgun primary, to name a few. Um, so Fuses AK, I think for sure that is one weapon that's pretty good. That's not on really anybody else. Yeah. And the same as the as Capkin's SMG is actually really, really stable too. The 9X12 something like that but that one also is another one that could be used really well around other like new operators yeah because they are good guns um yeah it seems like we should be doing that like they're dipping into a bunch of like underwhelming weapons i feel like mm-hmm. um i don't see why they're not dipping into I mean, these they ones do the that vector, like... so that's yeah that's true nice but like they're doing the f the uh, mpx fmg9 it's like use the ones that are on operators that people don't use very much but yeah. are pretty good guns yeah that's they did do idea. the uh, GAA one, which is like, I guess that was on an IQ, which was pretty frequently used. But. Yeah, but she would mostly use, it, most people it seems like would use the commando, commando. or the other. Yeah. And they gave that to Mario, who, I mean, nope, not many people are playing Mario. Right. Impreza so. Tom has a two-part question. Did either of you ever play the older Rainbow Six games? I grew up playing R6-3 Raven Shield, which is my favorite to this day. Part two, if you did play any of the older games, which maps do you think would work well in Siege? I remember playing Oil Refinery and Raven Shield, which Ubisoft remastered for Vegas 2. With some slight modifications, I think it could be a great Siege map as well. Also maps like Three Kingdoms, Casino, Kill House, Convention Center, etc. So, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, no. Um, I played, the I think, the original Rainbow Six. I, a friend had it. Um, Camden, Coney Hone, okay. Discord. Uh, and so I'd play it at his house every once in a while, but this was like all single player and it was like, it was really cool. You would like, I think you could like plan routes and then there'd be like two teams. And so you would lead one team and then like the AI would just lead the other team. I think you could like switch who you were controlling through the mission. So like the AI would just like, you'd plan it out and they'd go and like do the route that you like set them to do. And then you would like just go do your own thing, which is pretty cool. To like see them, you like meet up in the house and you see them like walking yeah. along the route that you planned. Like that was always really cool in like 1996 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, but so far back that I don't remember anything about that game. Uh, I've wanted to like go back and visit the Vegas games for a long time because I've never played them and I know that they're like really well renowned. Yeah. I, not unrenowned, huh? Well, not yet. Not until I go back and play them. Oh, good point. No, I have never played any of the... I had a friend that played Vegas 3, I think, and loved it, and that's... He really wanted to play Siege, and he never got Siege, I don't think. But... 
There's my Vegas three. Vegas two then. <laughs> Siege is Vegas three. That's true. Next question comes from Adagio. It says, hey guys, if for whatever reason you could no longer play Siege on PC, but you could still play on console, would you make the switch or move on? Ooh, very interesting. I would definitely still play on console. Yeah. But I think it would be a very different experience for me. Yeah, I would play, but I don't know if I would play it as much. I don't even play Siege that much now, so <laughs> maybe I wouldn't play. Yeah, I think I'm thinking what now what game would I play on PC? Well, in in this imaginary scenario, do we not have gaming PCs anymore? Like are we saying like my gaming PC burned to the ground and I can't replace it? Or is like specifically Siege, I got banned from my Ubisoft account and they won't ever let me play Siege again. Probably for making fun of the art team. Probably. Because um, if I'm if I can play other games on PC, there's definitely a more likely shot on playing other games on PC. On PC instead of playing instead Siege of, on console. Yeah. It's because it's like Halo. Like since I've gotten a gaming PC, playing Halo on console has happened significantly less. Right. Or any games on console for that matter. Yeah. But it's like, so would I go back to console just for Siege? I don't think I would. Yeah. It, like I if, would definitely play it, but I not like I do. Not. If I didn't have a gaming PC anymore, I would still play Siege a lot on console. That said, I don't think I would enjoy it as much because it does have some problems that we've talked about. The drone still the is one that bugs the heck out of oh, me. Oh, the drones. It's there's like there's just a weird dead spot. Yeah. Like you you like the diagonal, like it doesn't it just like goes super slow. Which actually kind of works out because it's so hard to shoot drones on console. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's it's frustrating. Um so yeah, there's your answer. Ginger, if you had to pick one feature of a gun to be to sorry, to be exceptional. exceptional and the rest to be average, what would it be? By by feature, I mean fire rate, recoil, damage, mag size, reload time, or maybe a special scope such as Ella's gun or the scope on Gridlock and Cappy's gun. So basically choosing one of those things, which one, if you can make one of them great and the other one's all just like average or not good? Recoil. Yeah, probably recoil. I think fire rate is huge in Siege, but if everything else is just average, then you can have a really crappy gun if it has a really high fire rate. But if you have a, like the MPX, it's not the highest damage. It's not like the best gun, but it is pretty steady. Mm-hmm. Like it's really steady. It's really easy. The UMP too has a really low fire rate, but it's really steady from really far away. Right. But like imagine the UMP with like the 5.56 fire rate and the 5.56, the L, L85 uh, Thatcher and Sledge's okay. rifle. Like yeah. that seems like a pretty average fire right. rate. Right. And it'd be so, a pretty good gun. Yeah. If the UMP had that fire rate and like, Average damage, stability. which I think its damage is a little bit below average. I think it's higher. Is it higher? Yeah. Okay, so it keeps, let's say it keeps its damage, or maybe its damage is nerfed just a tiny bit, but its fire rate goes up to like a significant amount. amount. And then it has like its same recoil. That seems like a really good gun. Yeah. I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think of like my favorite gun. So like obviously the Alda, but that has a really high fire rate, pretty good damage, and really good recoil, yeah. as well as an ACOG. So that's like yeah. sort of the best of all worlds. It's just, yeah. All around um, good gun. I really like the Vector, but that has a really high fire rate and really good recoil. Yep. Uh, what else? Like the L85 is one of my favorites. It's more of like a high damage type of gun. Its recoil is not that great. Um, the AK-12 is a really good gun. Yeah, and that's... I a, think that one is just all around good, but it's just on an operator that nobody plays very often. I think it's its recoil maybe isn't the best. It's like better than most guns of its class uh-huh. that like do that much damage i think like it's pretty good that way but um like the f2 
just has like really high fire rate and good recoil. Yeah. But all those guns, like, yeah, the fire rate's great or the damage is great or whatever, but like it only matters because the recoil is also good. Yeah. Because if I have the same gun, like if, if it's instead like of the, the F2, bearing nine, if you have that crappy yeah. recoil, so what? That doesn't do me any good. No. Unless it's like Cali's rate of fire and I mean damage. Yeah. And it's like, also, the Alta has the mag size, too, so it really has everything. I guess Reload's pretty really slow. Um, and then I'm thinking, too, about, like, Kaid's, like, uh, pistol that has, like, the really awesome scope. Yeah. Like, that's good, but, like, just because, like, its kick is so huge, I feel like I never can hit people with it. Right. So, like, so yeah. they, that doesn't compensate. I can, I can hit them the one time, and mm-hmm. then after that, it's like, I have to right. peek out again and hit them another one time. I do that one more time, and then they're finally dead. Right. <laughs> but it's not in a row. Yeah, so I think the recoil is probably the most important. Yeah, I'd agree. Especially if everything else is average. That seems like, yeah. I'll yeah. take an all-around average plus great recoil. Yeah. Um, Preza Tom says his wish list for 2020 is to get this APC wheel fixed on Coastline. Do you guys have any other weird or subtle issues that irk you in Siege? So nothing like this, but this is, he shows a picture of this APC wheel that is it's just lifted off the ground. Like, like an, an inch. inch. Yeah, you would only see it with your drone driving under yep. the car. Which, Which is like a unique is scenario in Siege yeah. that like you see stuff you wouldn't normally see because you're driving around as a drone. Yeah. But I agree with him. That is something that I would like fixed in the game. That is ridiculous. There's a similar thing. Um, I guess not similar I to don't this, like, really. I don't like... Never mind. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. On Consulate, I think, outside of the Visa entrance, like uh-huh. the, the stairs, the exterior stairs on Visa entrance, yeah. there's like a cart, I think, or maybe like a car. I think it's a cart where like it looks like you can go under it, but then you, but you can't. can't. And I think it's actually like just short enough that you can't, but I still fall for it every time. Yeah. And I drive into it and then I always have to like back up and go around. I'm pretty sure that's where it is on Consulate. There used to be one on Cafe Dostoevsky in the kitchen and they fixed it. Yes. And that was beautiful. Yeah. So I remember, I remember trying to go under all the time, and you never could. And you finally would just start going around, and then the one day they fixed it. Like, whoa, whoa! Yeah, this is cool under here. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any it's other like really, really subtle things that I would fix. It's hard to think of because you don't ever really like think like you don't remember them until you see them, and then yeah, you're like, oh yeah, this is gosh. garbage. So annoying. Yeah, I don't know. I guess like the complaint you have about like switching gadgets when like. So, like, if you run out of drones and you push your throw drone button, it, like, goes to your drone. Brings up observation tools. Instead of just, like, saying, saying no, no drones, drones available. Anything. That that seems like it would be... That's one of those things. Yeah. I have, like, similar problems. I think it's just because I'm bad, but, like, similar problems with gadgets where you have to, like, switch fire rate to to switch yeah. to different between different things. It's like, I never use my fire rate button, so, like, so I, I always where forget is. where it is. Yeah. And Capital I purposely put it... Yeah, I purposely put it, like, out of reach of all the other buttons so I don't accidentally hit it. Yep. Um. Yeah. Sometimes I think PC games have a problem of just having too many buttons. Like the fact that they have a hundred and what? How many keyboards? Keys are on a keyboard? Hundred and two or something like that? I remember eighty four. I think it's. I think on a full size keyboard it's like a hundred and two. But anyway, just the fact that they have so many keys makes them able to be like sloppy with controls because like they can just be like, oh, let's put that on a new key, put that on a new key. Versus like a controller makes them like really refine what you can do and how to do it and everything. And it just it's just muscle memory because you don't like you're never accidentally going to press right trigger instead of Y. Right. You know because what I mean? every single keyboard or key on the keyboard feels the same. One hundred one keys. One hundred one. Okay. Eighty eighty eight. That's for piano. That's the number I was thinking of. Uh, yeah, because like on a controller, obviously, like you're never going to mix up the B button on an Xbox controller with the left trigger. No. 
Right. And obviously you would mix up your like and your mouse, with, mouse your with keyboard a, with a D. Yeah. But, moving to the right. But like just like every key feels the same and when you get into like a high pressure situation it's really easy to flub and yeah. like just get something stupid. Okay, Zero Skill asked which operator could you see fitting into the Star Wars universe? Did you watch the new Star Wars? I haven't yet? seen it yet. Okay. But Echo. Echo. Okay, yeah. That's by far the one that comes to mind I think fits better than anyone, really. Yeah, totally. Maybe Clash a little bit. Um with like that electric shield. Thatcher with that that LED helmet. Yeah. Could look Tron like some helmet. sort of like bounty hunter or yeah. something. Yeah. Um wait, who else did you say? Clash or electric shield. Yeah, that could be some sort of stormtrooper yeah. Yeah. thing. Um what else? Jaeger could be just a, like an X-Wing pilot or something. Oh yeah, for sure. And then I could totally like his his uh gadget is almost like a droid, the way like it moves and stuff. Just like how it's like so like jittery yeah. and like <laughs> like it yeah. It just looks droid like and then obviously drones are very droidy. You still haven't started watching um Mandalorian have you? I finished it. You f- whoa. Yeah. You binged hadn't it. watched it last week. Yeah, I binged it. Uh and how was it? It's not that good. I think it's way overhyped. Like that, it was, it was fine. I enjoyed it. I didn't really have any complaints, but like at the same time, I was just like, I'm not sure why everybody loves this so much. It's just like kind cool. of okay. Star Wars. I don't know. Like it, it didn't feel that Star Wars to me in a lot of ways. And but then that droid though, the executioner droid guy. Yeah, he's not sick. He was pretty cool, but like HK47 from Knights of the Old Republic is way cooler than he is. I remember that. Do you remember Knights of the Old Republic? I remember the game. He's like an assassination droid. He calls you meatbag all the time. Don't remember that. Oh, yeah. You should go play that game. Well, you probably shouldn't because it's going to destroy your memory of it. It's like very old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's he's a way cooler like assassination, assassin droid. Oh. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it was fine. But like every episode, I was just kind of like, okay. Okay. But did you ever notice that it was really, really quiet and at the same time, like dark, like as far as like picture quality, like it was like very like dimmed like you had to turn up your tv brightness at all yeah it was really frustrating because i was watching it during the day and like we have a window right in front of our yep. tv and like it's just the worst reflection so every time there's a dark scene in like a you show like i can't see anything and so and annoying. that it's specific like there's if you google search why is star wars so like and dark comes up or mandalorian you, you type in why is mandalorian so dark and so quiet it's like our film yeah interesting Autofield. um like, what are you guys doing <laughs> I I would guess that the darkness is a lot to do with budget. Like okay. by doing dark scenes, you don't have to have as much detail. Okay. You know, and so like it, like it can save on budget. Like obviously, I'm sure it was a high budget production. Right. But they probably spent a lot of their budget on like that last episode where there's like, you know, dozens of stormtroopers and yeah. like all kinds of explosions and things. You know, like their battle scenes are probably where they spent a big, big, significant amount of their budget, and so. They're saving on other spots. That's I, heard, I heard as well. As part of it is like Disney Plus, oh, but you don't have a 4K TV. I heard part of it is like some Disney Plus problem with like doing 4K, like UHD 4K or something. Doing like HDR stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It just has a problem with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just on a 1080p yeah, regular TV, so, so it shouldn't have been a problem. No. But then the quietness too is like, why is this show so, like I had to turn my TV like 70 to hear it. bugging me. And I'm usually at like 25 and I was at, I was like 70 with my TV. Yeah, well, see, I have enough, like, both of my problems with those things are from, like, my house specifically, so, like, there's the window, and then also, yeah, our intake van, our intake fan for, like, the air conditioner is, like, 
in the living room and it's so loud. It's very loud. And it's so annoying because every time it turns on, we have to turn the TV up like three or four notches to be able to hear anything. Uh, and then it turns off you're like, freak, this and is it's loud. so loud. Yeah. <laughs> like so annoying. Um, it's a relaxing yeah. noise though. <laughs> I mean, just think of an intake van. Just think of that noise. It's just like a and it's just it's just nice. It puts you to sleep. It would if I was trying to sleep to it. What else were we saying about Star Wars before that? We were talking about the operators and then Jaeger droids, executioner droids, Knights of the Republic. I don't remember now. I was gonna say something. Uh, but yeah, the Mandalorian is like, I think it was way overhyped. Like, I probably if I hadn't heard anything about it and just watched it, I'd I, be I like, do this agree it was overhyped. But like, everybody was like, "This is so amazing!" And I don't know, maybe it's because they were looking for something in Star Wars that they weren't getting from the movies. I think I was just so excited about it that it was like more Star Wars, like almost like the Hobbit. Like the Hobbit movies weren't like that amazing. Like they were cool, but it was just exciting because it was more Lord of the Rings. Right. It's just like more that like last a lot one of shooting was like, orcs. Oh, just more sports. Yeah. And they would come. There would be more like. Yeah. Yeah, and like I remember everybody complaining about Legolas in that movie because it's like there's no reason for him to be there. It doesn't really make sense. And then he looks weird with like the de aging, you know, the like uh, yeah. graphical de aging or whatever. But I was like, I'm just pumped to see Legolas yeah. like dancing around Legolas shooting orcs again. Like it's freaking amazing. Yeah. Just more of Legolas shooting orcs is great. Yes, I guess I could have done it with any old elf, but like just the fact that it was Legolas made yeah. it so much more exciting. Yeah. Also, it's good to see Orlando Bloom get work again because he hasn't really worked since no. Pirates. That's um, surprising. He's a good actor. He's fine. I mean, he's not like, amazing, but... I yeah. mean, yeah. Like, he's a good Legolas and he's a good... Very good Legolas. Uh, whatever his name is in Pirates. What's his name in Pirates? Will Turner? Know. Sure. Will Turner. All right. Last question from Fuse Me Daddy. If you were being tortured, which song played on repeat would be most effective to get you guys to talk? Vegetables, they they give me. You'd love a that super song. Powers. You can listen to that all day. I could. It's a stupid, like. Veggie Tales. No. It wasn't from Veggie Tales. No, it was from Tales. some. Uh, trains. Train. Train sing along. Train. Well, I don't think if it was in like a full show. I think it was like a two minute no, thing yeah, that came it was on like after a five some other show. It came on after Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Okay, and like it was this annoying thing with like literally like toddlers and like five year olds singing this song yeah, about like vegetables dancing. and how they make them stronger. And Chris loved it. It would sing Such it all the time. A good song. And Chris was like twelve years old. No, I was like fifteen. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like fourteen. Oh, it's such a good vegetables. They they give me a superpowers vegetables. They they give me powers like a superhero vegetable. Yeah, he would yeah. look it up on YouTube and just like watch it on repeat. It was <laughs> so embarrassing. Song, so no, that is not the one that would work for you because you would just sing not along for you, with but it. Would it work for you? No. I mean, it'd be annoying. The thing is like, I don't feel like I'm that annoyed by like repeat, repetitive sounds or music. I used to think that the song um, Happy by who sings that? Will Ferrell? No. Bruce... Bruno uh, Mars? Bruno Mars, yeah. Bruno okay. Mars. I used to think that that one would, and then the more I heard the Will song... Will He's like, yeah, I don't know why I... I don't know why that came into my mind. The more I listened to it, the more I like liked it. Like, it's the opposite on the radio. It's like, normally on the radio, you hear the song over and over and over again, and you're like, I'm so done with this song. Yeah. But with that one, it was like, I hated it until... And finally, I just like, I love Some this song. Some songs grow on you. Uh, I can't think of a good answer, unfortunately. How's that song go? <laughs> If you're happy, no, that's the uh, happy. You know it. Are you serious? <laughs> okay. Pep along if you feel like happiness is the truth. Because you 
Come along if you feel like happiness I'm is happy. the truth. Uh, yeah. Good job. Well, do you even answer? I don't. I'm trying to think if there's actually, I don't think there's actually a song that I like that would, I would talk. I, there's got to be a song I just like don't like, but the thing More is than, I'm not that into music. So like, I just don't. Yeah, poor guy. More than anything, probably just like an annoying like siren sound would get me to talk faster <laughs> than music. Like if you just had a. Oh, I know. Do not attempt to board the helicopter. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Border. That would drive yeah, that me would, nuts. Yeah. Yeah, do that one. <laughs> just do that. Okay. Well, that does it for listener questions. Thank you guys for sending those in. Again, if you have questions, go send them in on the Unrenowned Discord. Also, if you want to follow us throughout the week, we're on the streaming platforms Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. I am Ryguy, W R Y G U Y. And I am Just Slow with three O's. Also, follow us on Twitter at R6Unrenowned. R6Unrenowned. Do you want to plug your Instagram? Oh, yeah. Also, if you want like a real, like exciting something to follow, at Just Chris Davis on Instagram, you get some high quality content. Our friend Seth consistently tells me that. Your Instagram is doing you no favors, and we should uninstall it from your phone. Here's the thing, though. I am told on a consistent basis, people love my Instagram stories. People at work, and then just today, one of my classes, I got into class, and people were like, okay, hey, your stories are so funny. Are they laughing with you or at you? I think with me. They're like, I don't ever listen to anybody's stories except for yours. I actually go through and I actually listen to the whole thing. Everyone else, I just skip. They are enabling. Thanks, guys. They are enabling. You should tell that to Seth, because he will lose his mind. I know. Seth doesn't like it. I know he doesn't like it, but... People, I have, the reason I keep telling my, my great life stories is because people actually like them. I've gotten compliments from people. <laughs> I've gotten messages. Your stories are seriously Chris, so funny. your life is the best. Keep living your life. I mean, guys, just, I mean, think about what I say on the podcast and then put that into an Instagram story and you can have some of the best content. I mean, I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine what your life would be like if you followed me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That does it for today. We'll see you guys on the Monday after next. Monday after next. Yes, we will because we're changing the schedule. I remember. 14 days, 7 plus 7. Yeah, so this one's going to be minus in 10 seven, days. 70. And, but the next one's 71, so then add 171. Right. Just, uh, well, yeah, 71, so 10 from 70 and then 71. One well, zero, 10 it's days It's going to depend. Today. I mean, the precession of the Earth, 26 degrees, 13,000 years, it'll rotate. Polaris won't be the North Star anymore. And then once you take that with the equatorial equilibrium, you just never know what's going to happen. It's a very complicated math problem, but we've solved it for you. Yeah. Monday after next. There'll be a podcast. Figure it out. Just goodbye.